Yesterday I said tomorrow, and tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift, which is why it is called the present. Just do it. Was that was that the riddle? That was the riddle. You did it. You solved it, Dan. You solved the <laughs> what riddle. Are you talk, what are you talking about? I don't know. Well, you watched the little Shia LaBeouf video. Oh, that's right. That's right. Today you said to... I, I didn't get the reference. I, I went to Kung Fu Panda. I went to, you know, are we... What are we talking here? Are we... Quantum physics is, you know, Stephen Hawking involved with Keanu Reeves. What is tomorrow really? What right? is today? Um, Nobody knows. Exactly. But you know what Shia LaBeouf would say? Make it a great day and get out there and do it because nothing is impossible. Make nothing your is impossible. dreams come true. Make your dreams come true. So this meme apparently is super old i don't know yeah. were you aware of this meme I, I just sent danny a text i said you need to watch this and then he tweeted i tweeted everybody tweeted well it had 17 million views so yeah. i mean is it really a meme it's a it's a music video right it's a remix so apparently what happened is he was doing an interview it was like a 30 minute inspirational interview of something and he got up in front of this green screen and he just said those words. Oh, oh and... yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're remi I mean, have, have you, this is, I mean, I'm not, I don't want you to, there's only one wrong answer you can give here, but how could you have never seen me use these Shia LaBeouf props on my chess shows? Um, you know, I do watch your chess TV religiously every single day. <laughs> So I don't know how that could have escaped well, my mind. Obviously, if, Maybe. You're, if you're focused on the major events, you know, when Danny's got his professional pants on, which I don't know if you can hear my voice. I actually have a sore throat today because I hosted five three hour plus TV shows this week. We had three oh speeches championships. We had three speeches championships. Um, I had uh, two shows with Urschel and then we had a... Uh, um, and arena Kings, which was three and a half hours plus. So more than, more than five actually total, but, um, I say th five, three hour plus cause the ones with Ursula were only about 90 minutes, two hours, but there were two of them. So I'm, I'm actually like my voice, I'm trying to calm it down. Um, because I'm trying to stay rev because we have the Frenchman with three names taking on the Cuban with three names, Maxime Bache Legrave taking on Lanier Dominguez Perez on Thursday. August 2nd. So I'm trying to keep my voice for that. So I'm, I'm going to stay monotone here, but here's the deal. I have been using Shia LaBeouf screaming, just do it anytime, anytime somebody subscribes to my personal Twitch channel, like for like a year and a half, dude, it's hilarious. I can't believe huh. you've never seen it. It's, it's no. my, that's my thing. And you know what it is now? Now I have a, I, if you, if they, if they give me more than like 500 bits, then it's like that scene at the end of the actual cannibal where he's just clapping. Oh yeah. Nice. Nice. I like that. <laughs> no, just dude, I'm all, I'm all about it. this Shia LaBeouf meme. I, I guess I, I guess I misunderstood because I had never seen the music video you shared, which is why I tweeted it. But I, I've known full well the story of Shia LaBeouf inspiring students in front of a green screen for, for a while now. So the thing with me, Danny, is that I'm not into these cool memes that all the cool kids, all the hip hip kiddos and chaparoos out there are into. So Heather sent me this video, the green screen one. And she goes, she goes, I know you're a big Shyla fan. 
and um, you should probably watch this. So I watched it and I was like, oh, that's pretty, pretty good. I said, that, that's pretty funny. It's very a little awkward, a little bit, very inspirational. I like it. She's like, yeah, but did you watch the remixes? And I was like, what are you talking about? So then I just, of course, YouTubed everything. I was like, this is amazing. So literally about every three hours or so, just, just to keep myself going in life, I just turn that on and just get real inspired and take on the day. And it, and it honestly seems to work. I really like that music video. I'll put it in the show notes for everyone. Um, yep. Make sure their dreams come true. Uh, well, have you yeah. seen have you seen not just the remixes? Have you seen the ones where people remixed him into like different types of comedy videos? Right. There's mm-hmm. there's you've seen those. I started to watch a few of them here the, and there. Yeah, some of them are good. A lot of them are silly. There's Star Wars remixes of him. There's um, there's one of like a guy on a balcony. There's I, I'd have to search around as well. But I there are there are many. And there's it's, even it's, the bullet brawls. I've been using it on my Twitch channel. So I guess I need to. I need to I need to share a clip with you of sometimes need, one time I, need, I had the volume up way too loud and someone subscribed and Shia LaBeouf like yelled at me. Nothing is impossible. And I like freaked out and someone flipped it like I almost fell I'm, off the chair. I mean, that's basically classic Shia. And you know what I mean? I mean, that's that's what he would do if he was there with you in the room. So, I mean, really how that was tuned in on your OBS settings is pretty much spot on to real life. Yeah. One day Shia will come onto this podcast or we'll meet Shia or something and it'll be the most magical, amazing moment. And then I just want I just want someone to walk up behind him while like we're just chatting and then he's all like Shia LaBeouf. I know. Like it'd be funny because he knows we do it. And he comes into like the studio right now and just whispers behind us Shia LaBeouf and turns out it is Shia LaBeouf. Like that would be such a Shia thing to do. And then I'd be like, oh, my goodness, nothing is impossible. You were right, Shia. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Danny, Danny, I started reading Dream Teams. Did you start reading? I had I had had five. I had a lot of shows this week. I haven't started reading. It's on my nightstand. I'm going to read it tonight. I'm going to I'm going to get so ahead of it tonight. So I I started. So don't worry, I'm only. 13 pages in because I started reading this morning. Okay. Because so good. That makes you yesterday I said tomorrow and um and I made it happen today. So I mean I'm really getting inspired by Shia. I am not joking. He makes so many great points in this video that are really impacting my life. Now I will say, Danny, I am 13 pages in to this book. I'm hooked. Really? I'm hooked. It's really good. The first, the first opening sequence, he um I like it because this this uh, this guy, Shane Snow, he breaks the fourth wall and he talks about the the hockey team, um, the Red Army hockey team, like the four, the five main guys that um, all played through like the 80s and stuff like this and then came to the U.S. eventually. It's very intriguing, very enthralling. And uh, how he sets up the book is is pretty fantastic. So I'm really excited to get into Actual that was just the preface. So so our preface, as some people like to say, but I say preface. Yeah. Um I think chapter it's a one. Preface. Yeah. Buddy, buddy cops and mountain tops is the first one. It's great. Every chapter, I believe, is a different story. Um, so I'm I'm really I'm really so far into it. I'm intrigued. I, I could not stop flipping the pages. I got off the connector bus this morning and I was like, I'm in. So I hope that you can get caught up and we can um you know, I'm a slow reader, so it did take me quite a bit of time to get even through that first chapter, even on the bus. So it's like 20, 20, 25 minutes for me to, to read through that puppy. But it was very good. I'm very, so far, please. And you know me, I don't like to read. Yep. Not that I can't read. Very, very important fact. When people say, 
have you read this? Have you read this? I go, I don't read. And they go, uh-huh. you don't, you don't know how to read. <laughs> and I go, no, 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 no. I just don't like to read. So, yeah. so far I will give it a, a positivity. I like it. Well, I'm really excited because I, I got it for us to read being inspired by hearing the author. But as you know, I, I'm, I'm right now I've like, I've already, you know, given testimonials and promoted the book. I think I bought it for two people and I hadn't even read it yet. You know, so, I mean, this is like, that's, that's the kind of person I am. I tend to be a little bit overly zealous at times about things and don't always think things through as I, as I've learned recently, because we were, so we've been talking about uh, doing a number of different things here with the chess.com studio, uh, mm. maybe, maybe preparing um, for some different workflows when we're doing some big events. And I just like got in this mode. I'm like, we need to like pull the trigger on like a much bigger office and like, you know, have people in the same location during events and all this stuff. And then yeah. I start slowing down. I go like, you know, just cause I had one event where I was overwhelmed by all the tech, you know, doesn't mean I should just pull the trigger on all this stuff. So I'm, I'm in a real big self-reflection place today, but I have a question hmm. for you. Hit me. Passwords. Yes. Do you believe in secure passwords? I do love a good secure password. Like how secure? So I go, uh, so, you know, well, here's the problem is usually I, I, in the past did not have secure passwords. And uh, now what I do, I'm Googling, I go to password generator and I go to passwordgenerator.net. Yeah, that looks about right. Yeah, but don't you have a theory that every one of those passwords that's generated by them, that then they attach some sort of cookie to that? <laughs> Probably. And they, fo- and they follow into like, I basically... I think in some ways I'm a conspiracy theorist at heart. And I think that any anything I do, they're all tracking it anyway. So like rather than me, rather than me like sticking it to the man, I tend to just submit. I like, you know, I've got like 10 to 15 pretty secure passwords I use over and over again. So mm-hmm. now I'm trying to log into this Microsoft store because my buddy, I don't know if you know him, he works at Microsoft and he sent me this like copy of downloading Windows. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, James Montemagno. Never heard of it. Yeah, Never your name is Mott, so you maybe haven't heard of him. But So I'm trying to create a, a Microsoft password and you guys are busting my chops. Like seriously, like the requirements on this password being secure, it's like the amount of other passwords I enter, you're probably like making an entire psyche val over the type of person I am by all the different failed passwords I've attempted. So I just, you know, obviously you didn't know that this story of me asking you if you mm-hmm. believe in secure passwords had a twist ending in which you were the bad guy. But now let's talk about this. So what is the I deal with Microsoft and their password obsession? Well, you know, we love a great secure password. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I will, I do run into the same, the same thing at the office. So we, we have had a long time, very strong passwords. I mean, in general, we also want, we have the belief of getting rid of passwords. So like when I log into my computer, I use a pin. I don't use a password. So I don't know how a pin is more secure than a password. Yeah. But apparently it is. They also are really <laughs> big into the face yeah, let's, unlock. Let's take, let's take complicated passwords with symbols and numbers and make a four digit pin that yeah. you remember. <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry. It has to be six digits. So <laughs> right. um, now that's the funny thing is because I have BitLocker on my computer, which is the same pin as my pin to get into my computer, which is the same pin as my badge. I mean, I'm telling people this. I don't know I'm supposed to, but I mean, I'm not going to tell them what my pin is. I do have to change it every 90 days. So it's kind of always revolving. But one thing that I'm into, I don't necessarily care too much about strong passwords unless they don't offer two factor auth. So I I believe Uh, really heavily. I do do believe in that. I do believe in 2FA. Yeah, we've talked about that. We've talked about this. So 
one thing that Microsoft gets me on sometimes is that recently, even internally, they they require, of course, the good thing is to use capital letters, lowercase letters, numbers. Then now they're like, you got to throw in a symbol. So I like throw in a symbol. And they're like, eh, you got to throw in two symbols. And you're like, oh, uh, no. And then they and then it's like a specific set of symbols. Like they won't let mm-hmm. you use an exclamation point, but it has to be an at sign and a dollar sign. Yeah. You know, those are better. Those are better ones. There did is you a create theory a password? Behind... Shia, I, I Shia LaBeouf, one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. You know, my, my, my go-to password, Bilbo Baggins, where the A is an at sign and the O um, is, a, a is a zero, is no yeah. longer working. <laughs> oh. So um, it's uh, it feels bad, man. Um, but it's... Um, I eventually figured out a password. I just figured I would bust your chops about that because I found it kind of funny. And I started sitting there thinking, like, is this really necessary? Like, you know, is this all this password security? Like, I know you're watching me anyway. I'm about to go talk on the Internet with, like, four other microphones and cameras hooked up to my computer, which are not on. No microphones on. But I saw Zuckerberg with the tape over his built-in mic mm-hmm. and cam. You know, so it's like, mm-hmm. what can I do? You know, and I, but I feel like this is just me. Feel like I'm in like a loathe, a loathe the tech. Pro- I had another weird tech thing happen this week. You're gonna love this or hate I'm it, ready. depending on what you're into. I'm um, ready. So right now, I'm staring at two monitors. I have this dual monitor setup because I do the try to have as much space I can when I'm doing the chess shows. I'm in I'm in the production studio, Rudabut new studio. Um, one of them to the left is like a super bright computer monitor, like with blue light, like all the things they say aren't healthy for you, but like my super just awesome bright monitor, right? Mm-hmm. The one to the right has got this like tint to it, like the yellow gray tint, right? Mm. But here's the funny thing. I had this app called Flux, you know, the Flux app. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think we've talked about it. Uh, so have. the Flux app is this app that you know, you download and it's supposed to slowly lower the blue light based on your time zone and kind of prepare your eyes to disconnect from technology so that we can all be a little bit healthier human beings as we enslave ourselves to the interwebs. I've used Flux and enjoyed it, but something happened where I came in to host one of the SEC shows and my monitor like color distortion was affecting the screen capture, the board capture in a way that it hadn't before, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I uninstalled Flux because I couldn't figure out otherwise, but my monitor, the one to the right that was like using flux is like forever this color and I can't get it back. <laughs> did you like, try to reinstall flux and then reset dude, it? I have, I did. I reinstalled <laughs> flux, tried to reset it, completely removed like all history. I went into like all kinds of settings and, and it's an older Acer monitor. And so I've just come to the conclusion. I've had it for like three plus years. I'm like, maybe like something about the software related, maybe it like killed the blue light. I don't know. Like something, I think maybe something just happened. I think it's just time Time, to get a new monitor. That's what it means. Yeah. You know, there's that point in every electronics life. I thought you were going to say every every man's life where we have that talk. No, no, no. In every electronics life where you just look at it and you go, just time for a new one. And you know, I was almost at that point with my television, remember? Cause it was humming. It was like, hmm. Yeah. And then I opened it up. You know, I was at the point where I was like, Heather, I think it's time for a new television, which is always like the greatest part of every, you know, millennials oh, dude, I've been, life. I've been secretly trying to get like one of my kids to trip me as I walk through the, our TV living room when I'm holding water or something. So I can just like spill it all over the TV. Cause <laughs> oh, we have no. this 32 inch Vizio which mm-hmm. 
is actually smaller than the one that Sean and I have on our bed. We only have two TVs. None of the kids have a TV. We have a family room, and then Sean and I have one, even though I really should just move that TV out because we don't, you know, we don't watch any TV. But I, yeah. I keep trying to tell Sean, I'm like, honey, we need a new, a really great TV. And she's like, why do we need to get a new TV? This one's fine. I'm like, because it's only 32 inches. That's why. And I need a 72 inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need times and, two. And, I and need so this, she says, but times two. She says, when it breaks, you get a new TV. And so mm. I'm hoping, and I'm sorry, I but I want to hear this story with you and Heather, but I just, I had to say that. You know, the problem with television, they don't break, you know, know. <laughs> like they, the they have to, you remember the good old days when you could go buy a Nintendo Wii and then you could fling a nunchuck, a nunchuck at your television <laughs> or whatever. Like time for a new you could, television. You could forget with Dr. Ringle, Dr. Evil fingers to wrap the thing around your wrist and just <laughs> throw the remote through the TV. <laughs> What a great day. So what funny. a great day. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. even know what I was talking about with with H, with H, H Diggity. What was I talking about? You were talking about how you want to get a new TV. You were talking to her about it, and she was like, you were trying to explain oh. yourself to Heather. Yeah, because I go, I go, it's buzzing. You know, what a great day. I'm like, it's time for I think it's time for a new TV. And she's like, it's like I don't she's like, I don't know. She's like, just turn turn up the volume more. And then I was like, all right, well, she's not going to let me get a new TV. And I was like, she's like, and we're moving soon. So like, can you just like, what? I'm like, all right, so I'll look up online. And then I open, I literally opened my television and I repaired my television so I didn't have to buy a new television. Like it's pretty dedicated, dedication there. That, that, but she goes, well, you know, her, her issue is she goes, she goes, the television's already big enough. It's a 55 inch television. So it's already big enough. I go, yeah, but it could be bigger. <laughs> I go, but ima imagine it. It would be bigger. She's like, well, we only have so big of a, this is a, a common misconception. She goes, you only, we only have a big enough of a credenza to put the television on. Mm -hmm. And I go, no, no, no. What you don't understand is that this television is seven years old. It's an old plasma. It's great. But it has the thick, you know, the thick borders. Like the borders are like two inches on this puppy. Oh, yeah. Around it. Dude, dude, so you I, should see my 30. I think it's 35 inch Vizio, but it's still very, uh, It this thing is, it's not the size of old TVs where you had that, like, why did we need that massive back? Like baby got back, you know, yeah. what was the deal with the massive booty that our old TVs carried, right? CRT. This doesn't have a massive booty, but it's about as thick as a flat screen was ever made. Mm. Yeah. So, so yours is thick and has borders around it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's like half of your television is a border basically. Yep. And yeah, so, so I told her, I was like, just remove the board. I'm like, the television's not going to get bigger. Just the border is going to, you know, go away right, because the new right. ones are edge to edge. So I think I may have convinced her only because my television weighs like 75 pounds because it's a plasma. So I think during the move, it may happen. I'm not sure, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, I did. I even tell you that we're moving. Yeah. What? Oh, I did. No, no. Yeah. Moving. Tell me. Oh, we're moving. We're moving to another neighborhood in Seattle. So it's time. Our lease is up. We uh, two weeks ago went and looked at a place that day when we looked at it, we handed over a, a check uh, for a deposit. We just uh, Monday signed all the paperwork. We're officially moving. I'm not going to say where or, or when or how. But could you give me the to... address exactly so that thousands of listeners could also hear it? That'd be great. Yes, it's going to be 425. I actually don't know what the address is. Uh, it's five, the no, you got to go the Hollywood route. It's 555 West mm -hmm. Main Street. Oh, perfect. West Main yeah. Street. Uh, unit 555. 555 West Main Street. Got it. Area code, zip code, 55555. Five, five, five. Five, five. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so we're really excited. It's a two-bedroom, two whole bedrooms, wow. Annie, two whole bathrooms. You guys preparing for a guest to come visit? Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Meaning me. I don't care about anybody else but you. Yes. You'll have your own bedroom and your own bathroom. You know what would be really funny is if you made that into a guest room, but like you put like a picture of me on the nightstand. <laughs> right? Like right next to the bed. <laughs> so anybody guess. comes in, they're like, who's that? And like, you, you never mention it to anybody. Like who who the person is next to the nightstand. Uh, I don't know why I thought that was funny. But I'm super proud of you. Good job. You guys just got into a new place. Like, when were you going to ask permission about this? Well, you know, like we, right wanted now? To, we, we wanted to run it by, you know, Papa Bear. But we right. figured that Papa Bear it's, it's would always, approve on, the, on this upgrade. I, I, of course, of course. I'm totally kidding. And it's always easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Well, that's awesome, dude. No, seriously. Uh, how much farther are you from work? Like, what does this do to change my Matz's lifestyle? Like, how is this going to change your commute? Like, what's take me into the world? Well, it's definitely a little bit more hillier up up the hill but my actual commute is just about the same i'll have to get up a little bit earlier to get on the first bus but i think it maybe adds like an extra mile to my bike ride so not bad at all okay. in fact i could use an extra mile i could shave a few pounds uh, <laughs> but don't yeah it's actually really back. yeah it's just really good uh good. what's nice about this is that the second bedroom will not only just be a bedroom but it's going to be a dedicated work and podcast area so we're going to put up some noise insulation Heather is going to get a brand new mic where we both can do simultaneous. So if you come over and podcast, we'll have two mi swivel microphones so what? we can podcast with people. Yeah, it's going to be pretty profesh. I'm pretty excited Man, about I it. I am excited. That is mm -hmm. very, very cool. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, well, cool. Congratulations. Relay my relay my congratulations to H. Diggs. I will. Um, Interesting, interesting stuff. So, yeah, I feel like there was something else I was going to say. It was in the TV realm of of what we don't need and what we do need. But I forget. I blacked out. I don't know. But it was. Well, uh, I'll tell you this, Danny. I have a yeah. follow up from last week. Uh huh. Uh, I did mention that I was dedicated to go seeing Ant-Man versus the Wasp. That's right. You did. And uh, I booked you a little me a picture. You sent me a I picture did. of you and the Choco Pop, as I call it. Choco Pop. Choco Pop. I headed over to my favorite cinema, the Cinerama, and uh, it was the last night. I said, I, I said, I said, Heather, I said, are you interested in seeing yet another superhero movie with me? Uh, and she said, no. And I said, OK, I'm going to go anyways. And she goes, anyone's going to go. I'm, I'm just going to go by myself. And going to the movies by yourself is a relatively fantastic idea, by the way. <laughs> it's pretty great. I mean, I love going with Heather. Don't get me wrong. But actually, if you're just like, I want to go see a movie and other people don't want to go with you, that should not stop you from seeing the movie. This is fascinating because I, mm -hmm. I, I, again, I'm living through you right now. So keep describing it. I love it. So I rolled my bike up. I'm like, I'm going to ride my bike downtown. I ride my bike. I bought my ticket online already. I stroll in five minutes before it goes. It's literally the last day of Ant-Man versus the Wasp. And there's no one else in the theater. I get the, the creme de la creme of picking out my seat. I go wow. in. I get my mixed coffee. Or no, sorry, my mixed chocolate, normal popcorn, medium, so I can bring half of it home for Heather. Big bonus points there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I get a coffee because they have some Cafe Vita coffee, which is very delectable. Although the prices did go up uh, at Cinerama, and I'm very disappointed in them. But I still bought it anyways. Uh, and then I sat. I, just, I took in. I took it in full force. Uh, and the Ant-Man versus Wasp was was very delectable and very good. I very much enjoyed it. it. I love Paul Rudd. You enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. 
Paul and obviously, Rudd, so great, now great we can person. talk about the ending, right? Oh my goodness. Okay, right. everyone, so, at minute 24 of this podcast, 24 plus intro time, so 24 minutes 30, spoiler alert. So it's the it's the spoiler. pivot time where we pivot into Marvel. It's like it's almost More. like we can't escape this. Like, when is this gonna be over? Like, when can our podcast be free of Marvel references? Um, but yeah, we're pivoting. So end of the movie, your thoughts. Okay, so end of the movie. My thoughts, or we're going to say, we don't want to say what happened. So I'm not going to say what happened. Don't say what happened. Okay. Let's just say Paul Rudd goes on a great miniature mission. <laughs> okay. Into, into the, another realm. And it's not let's the just size of the mission that counts. Okay. It's not, it is not <laughs> yeah. it's a micro mission. My, ooh, like micro machines. And he can't get out. And then they pan out and you understand why they can't get out of there, which is very upsetting. And I was very upset. I was like, what the, and I was swearing heavily in the theater. They almost kicked me out. There was little children that were crying. I I didn't know what was happening. It was was over the top. I was, I was very unhappy because I love Paul Rudd and, um, I was, it connected the worlds together. That's what happened. It brought it all full circle. Yep. It did. There's a lot of interesting fan theory on what's going to happen after this, whether or not his mission and where he is, which you know will effectively make him greater or worse because of the experience mm. that he's now going through. And the mm. connection between, you know, the where where he's at and what's happening in the real time, real world space. So because the big one coming out, everyone knows is Captain Marvel, which is the big movie coming um that's gonna be really the biggest movie released in the entire series we've had for the last several years outside of Infinity War because of everything that's been hyped around the Captain Marvel character. Because the Captain Marvel character is, uh, she's a, a potentially one of those rare Marvel characters that transcends into like the DC comic realm where she's like got superpowers. Now they're still scientifically like accidentally given to her via combinations of the quantum realm and universal stuff she goes through in space. But regardless of how it comes about, just like you could say Superman's powers were from he was from another planet. And then the, somehow the magical combination of Earth's atmosphere, like fine tune, fine tune them into these other really unique, amazing things. Right. But mm-hmm. essentially what I find fascinating about Captain Marvel, where we're headed in 2019, is she's a character that is different than the other Marvel characters where together they're great, but they all have limitations if they're going up against a god. A god is Thor. A god is Thanos. Right. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is apparently like not limited in many said ways. And, and she's basically on their level. And where has she been? Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of fan theory about the, the, the quantum realm interaction and what's going on with whatnot. And uh, Nash kind of keeps me in the loop. It's good to have, by the way, I recommend you have a kid just so they can become 12. Maybe you could adopt my kid for a few weeks. When you have a 12 year old, they keep you in the loop about stuff. I so, like that. Um, yeah. like anybody out there like, Hey, how do I stay more in the loop with pop culture? Right. Stuff, you know, Marvel theories. Well, get yourself a 12 year old. If you send me enough money via direct deposit, I might loan you mine. <laughs> um, and there you go. Right. So Mott and Heather, just get yourself a 12 year old and you got it. Well, we were working slowly towards it. You know, we got to get the, the, the two bed, two bath first. <laughs> And then because, yeah, 12 year old's got to have a place to hang by himself so he can be like, you're like, what are you doing? He's like, leave me alone. Uh, Let me watch YouTube. (laughs) 
I just want to watch YouTube. Uh, do all your kids just watch YouTube all the time? Heather was telling me that this new millennial Z generation Z Z yeah, whatever. All they do is watch YouTube. It's this true. Is what I've heard. It's true. They all he does is watch YouTube because it's content exactly where and how you want it. It's the highlighted versions of every piece of content. Mm -hmm. It's 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 where YouTube is just. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but you're right. All he does is watch YouTube. Like, you know, they hardly have the patience for things. You know, we've been we've been going through this old kick where we I think I told you this. The family does a family movie night where we get like a, an old movie and and mm -hmm. basically force the kids to watch it. But they partake as we make popcorn and let them have ice cream. You get it. Um, great night. Great night. Great Sounds night. perfect. It's I'm a, in. It's a family movie night. We love it. Um, the last movie night we had, we watched Homeward Bound. You remember this movie mm. with the dogs? I do. Okay, so like, but what's funny about old movies is the amount of intro time that comes in. It's always like three to five minutes of just music, scenes of things that don't matter, the yeah. weather, right? If you watch an old cartoon movie, right, it just takes forever. And Nash at some point was like looking at me, <laughs> like, we've watched many. We've watched like old Robin Hood. We've watched Dumbo. We've watched, uh, uh, we watched The Sword in the Stone, we watched uh, the old Lion King. Even the Lion King has a, a bit less, but still some. And at one point, I think during the Sword in the Stone, Nash looked at me and goes like, are they serious? Like, is this serious? Like, go get yourself the beginning of the Sword of the Stone and then imagine and watch that and then have Nash turn to me in your mind's eye. And you'll be like, yeah, I looked at him. I'm like, dude, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know why this because I tried to say like, dude, before movies were like experiences and everything about that experience was like you're you were like engrossed in a fantasy world in a way that was more like it was almost like theater than like theater in, in the, mm -hmm. the dramatic aspects of of every scene and every set right whereas like like content in terms of how people want it is like now 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 you know and yeah. like i want to watch the highlight the, the the best part of this which is just that's it that's life that's where we are now there's no going i back. am and when i think about it like that what is always intrigued me is that movies have seemed to not ever lose their traditional 90 to 120 minute mark. Like most movies fall in that range and then Marvel movies even go extra longer. Um, and when I think about these kids that watch it, I'm relatively surprised that they can keep their attention. But I think it's because so much thing, so many things are happening all the time. Like the, it never stops, right? It's like 90 minutes of go, 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 go. So it can keep yep. their attention. And when you watch a Marvel movie, even from the opening sequence, right, when the Marvel yep. characters are like the, the logo, Marvel logos coming in, there's like stuff coming in. You're like, oh, what is happening in this thing? Like, I'm already into it, but it was like a Marvel opening sequence. But you're Almost right. like I, an Infinity War like started and like it was like nonstop the whole time. It's a go. It's like always right? it was going. like from the word go. It was crazy. So I, I agree. And it's uh, yeah, but YouTube is the main reason why I have issues with my son and his cell phone is, hmm. is because of YouTube. Like it, Interesting. it's not because of like anything else like he does, like, and we have, I, you know, you know, we have the family basket in the wrench household where I have the mm -hmm. technology basket in the living room, which I built with special cords for every type of device. <laughs> so no one has an excuse when you come in, you dock your device so that everyone's present in the family home. And if you mm -hmm. have to make a phone call or text, like you leave the room, basically, that's like, that's my theory anyway. But the truth is over the summer, we get a lot more lax about it. So I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'm going to be bringing down the old, uh, 
the old dad pants. The foot hammer is of, going the hammer down. Hammer of Thor. Engaging foot going down. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the foot down, and I'm gonna I'm gonna really get back on the technology thing because he like secretly keeps forgetting that his phone is actually required to be in the basket at like 7:30, and then mm. he brings it down at 9 p.m. when he's been in bed for a half an hour. Well, what do you think he was doing yeah. in bed for a half an hour? Right. It's yeah. I mean, this is just me really bearing my soul here. People are like, oh, you know, what does Danny do in between speech as championship shows? You know, apparently nothing relevant other than trying to, like, save my 12 year old from becoming the next (laughs) crazy millennial. Anyway, I digress. So there you go. Well, Danny, um, I'm going to go watch some YouTube. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) go watch some YouTube. Look into ways of how how a 12 year old can keep you in touch. I'm going to go try to make my dreams come true. But give give H. Diggs my congrats. I'm excited for the move. I cannot wait for our next show just so I can hear the new ambiance coming through your voice. And uh, have a good week, my man. Yeah, you too. I'll catch you later. See you.